man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, Eagle Nation, welcome back to another episode of Gata Talk. Uh, Matt here with you, joined as always by Cody, and we uh, took a much-needed bye week with the team. Um, so <clears throat> kicking things off here, uh, getting you ready for the South Alabama game as the Jaguars um, of the West Division of the Sun Belt uh, head to Statesboro um, and the friendly confines of Paulson Stadium <clears throat> as uh, Georgia Southern looks to become bowl eligible, Cody, right? That's that's crazy to say yep. um, at, at this point of the season, but obviously coming off of that uh, big win in Virginia, um, dominating the state of Virginia, right, in, yep. in the regular season, both uh, with, with JMU at home and then uh, the Old Dominion win, um, improving to, to, to five, five and three on the year. Um, getting uh, just the second road win of the year and uh, the, the first uh, much needed uh, road win in uh, the Sun Belt. So, um, yeah, so obviously that was two weeks ago. We'll spend just a little bit of time, not half of the show like normal, uh, recapping that one, mainly just kind of focused on our themes and how it relates uh, to this upcoming uh, week in task at hand against South Alabama, really tough um, South Alabama team, and then spend the majority of the episode previewing that that matchup. So, um, yeah, Cody, I guess uh, jumping right into it with ODU, the thing that jumps out, 28-23 to 23 win, was, uh, was kind of a back-and-forth game, but obviously we led the entire way, scored a touchdown in every quarter, um, you know, had a kind of an answer every time they, uh, you know, they responded, we, we found a way to respond back. Right. Yep. Um, and obviously the big thing that stands out in this is, you know, a, a switch up of, of what, uh, what we've seen most of the year, um, obviously, uh, certainly the, the week before against JMU, where we had, um, almost 600 yards passing, uh, where in this one, um, much more, uh, balance, but, but lean and more run. Um, so with, uh, yeah, had, uh, 223 yards on the ground, just 192 for, uh, through the air, um, 415 total. They actually outgained us, uh, 446 yards. Um, they had 313 through the air, 133 rushing. Um, but yeah, the, the, the rushing attack, we ran the ball 50 times for 223 yards in this one, Cody. And, and obviously a, a big part of that was, uh, doing what Ellison and Helton has been preaching all along, right. Is taking what the defense gave us and they kept giving us an empty box, uh, that we ran straight through, right. But only having five in the box, dropping eight, like we've seen, um, other teams do against us. And instead of forcing the issue and, and, and trying to pass against that, um, we just ran straight down the thirds. Yeah, you go back to the UAB game, right, where they they kind of pulled that same defensive alignment, drop eight, um, rush three, and you could tell we were kind of surprised by it, right? We kind of forced throws, didn't run it probably as much as we should have. Uh, this showed that Ellis and company learned from that, you know, game, learned from that loss, and probably what they've decided is that every game going forward, they will have a offensive plan for the defense that you see typically a, a team brings each and every week. And then they'll probably have a separate game plan for if the team decides to drop eight, which is, again, like you said, just give it to Jalen White and let him do things, um, or Gerald Green and let him do his things. And so it was great to see, okay, they recognized what the defense was doing. They took advantage of it. They never changed, so they didn't change. And it led to the victory. Uh, to me, the key point that a lot of people I think have missed on this is the defense. The defense played well enough to where we didn't have to throw the ball as much as probably what we're used to seeing, and allowed our offense to kind of keep with their game plan of just running it down their throats. You know, five yards at a time, four yards at a time. Pick up the first down. Here we go again. And and they kind of kept it to where you know if this didn't get out of hand, then we could do our thing and. When the ball came, that's what we did. 
Yeah, just uh, 23 points, so uh, tied uh, for, for points allowed, right, with uh, the Ball State game, um, obviously the, the lowest that we allowed um, uh, since since that game, um, and then, uh, you know, dating back to, um, you know, not Morgan State, Morgan obviously State, yeah. just giving up. Yeah, yeah, not kind of Morgan State with a um, with a lone touchdown. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, opportunistic, right? I mean, again, they, they, they still outgained us um, with uh, 446 yards and, and over 300 through the air. Um, but, it, you know, uh, we were able – um, actually no turnovers in this game by either side. Um, but you know, we should did have, have some key stops, huh? Is it should have been a terrible, should have been, should have been had, had some opportunities. Right. But, um, and yeah, I mean, it, like just getting some key stops at key times and, uh, yeah, and not, not having, not really feeling forced. Like we had to score 30 points or more yeah. to win this one. Right. Or feeling forced um, that we have to yeah. throw the ball, uh, you know, a hundred yeah. times in the game to win. You know, it would be yeah. completely different if the defense didn't show up and we're quickly down 14, 17 points. And, you know, at that point, you're going to have to throw the ball to get yourself back in the game. And that didn't happen, right? Our defense stood strong. I let our offense to kind of warm itself up and, and, and take the lead. What was it, like 14 to 3 at one point? Um, and we kind of just kind of maintained the distance from there. So, no, I think. Time and possession, obviously, running the ball. We almost held held the ball for almost 35 minutes to their 25. Okay. So that was, you know, was I good there. haven't compared it at all, but I, I would imagine that was the biggest deficit, uh, maybe even the first time that we've yeah, uh, won uh, a ball control um, in a game this season, but certainly the biggest margin, I would say. I would say probably the best overall team win. Like, yeah. complimentary football. Defense did its part. Offense did its part. We got out of there with a victory. And and came back for a much needed buy rest. Um, so, to me, it was you look at the offense, very methodical, very surgical in how they attacked ODU's defense. Um, allowed Van Trees not to have to force it in. Let him, you know, when he had to throw. What was he? Twenty. Once for, again, didn't allow a sack against one sick. of you know or the the best defense in the yep. country, right? And 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 sacks. Um. 22 for 27, so very, very efficient when he had to throw the ball. Um, no interceptions. That's key, again, as you can tell. In the games that we win, I think we have like one or zero interceptions in those games. So very important to to not throw the ball away or turn it over in that regard. Uh, defense, as you said, they, they were bending, but they didn't break. Got a few breaks there with the uh, missed field goals, uh, but did what they did needed to do and which is kept them out of the end zone and, and that's and, all we and, really need yeah. right like in college, like, especially yeah, in college like, football in college football yeah. if you don't score touchdowns and re- and hold your opponent to field goals nine times out of ten you're gonna win the football game especially with our offense yeah so like with our offense like uh, again allow like it, it allowed some flexibility where we can take what their defense was giving us control the ball a little bit more run the ball more than normal um but but yeah it, it, it just takes some pressure um, off the offense, like you said, uh, to not feel like they just have to air it out and 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 outscore you, um, yep. right? In, in, in a shootout. So, um, and and we've seen that now consistently through two games and really three out of the last four, right? Dating back to to Coastal, I think for the most part we we did that pretty well defensively against Coastal. Not so well against Georgia State. Definitely saw it against JMU and then here against ODU. Um, so, you know, the, the defense is getting better. The stat sheet might not necessarily reflect it, um, right, with, like, dramatic jumps, right, in, in, yep. um, in, in the numbers. Um, but, you know, in, in, in yards allowed and, and things like that, or even, like, points. But, again, like, forcing turnovers at opportunistic times, um, you know, when, when the offense, uh, opposing offense makes a mistake, making sure we capitalize off of that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and just getting those key stops, getting better on, on third down, especially third and long situations, which were uh, a huge problem earlier in the season. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so, I, I, again, with our offense, I don't think we have to – be world beaters right on on defense like we we just need to like get a couple of those stops um 
turn the you know uh, um, get those turnovers when they're gift wrapped uh, you know for us again didn't happen against ODU but we saw it against JMU um, and I think we could see it against South Alabama um, so take advantage of those opportunities when they present themselves and then um, yeah and get those stops and, and and force you know two or three field goals instead of instead of touchdowns and with our offense that's going to put us in a position to win nine times out of ten no yeah you're absolutely right um like you said, they don't have to hold opponents to less than 20 points a game in order for us to win, but they do have to get enough stops um, to allow our offense to, to get ahead and, and, and put some distance between the teams. So, no, you're absolutely right there. Um, I think the big thing is in the last couple of games switching Canteen yep. to that nickel position. I think that yep. is – I was, was going to bring that up. Yeah, yep. that, that is a key point so far in this defense. is why I think they're starting to turn the corner here. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, that continues on that upward tw- trend um, going into this South Alabama game, and then obviously the the rest of the month of November. Yeah, for sure. Ma- making those adjustments like that. I mean, having someone as talented as Canteen and, and like putting them in the the best possible position for the team, right? Maybe not just for him and maybe not the position that he'll play at the next level. Um, but yeah, put him in that nickel spot, um, making, uh, you know, making up for some inexperience, right. Uh, that, that, that we have and, and depth, um, at, at the corner and safety position, um, you know, putting Najee Thompson back there, obviously, you know, he can, he's our utility guy, right. I mean, he, he can do yeah. it all. Um, you know, we've seen him a wide receiver. We've seen him, uh, obviously a huge special teams player his entire career and then uh, lately in the last you know uh, season and a half we've seen him as a big uh, defensive impact player right so um, putting him him back there at, at corner um, he's able to stay with guys Jennings right was uh, ODU's um, offense other than uh, Watson their, their running back um, who, who lived up to the hype I, I think we we contained him for the most part only 108 yards he touchdown had one big on 16 run carries and yeah, he had a couple big, done. couple big carries. I think the first or second time he touched the ball, right, ripped yep. off a run. Um, after that, yeah, it was like a couple yards, cloud of dust kind of deal, right? And so, and then we had a, several uh, tackles for loss against him. So, I think that was huge. Um, and then. I was going to say they were kind of a one-trick pony on offense, but, I mean, I would say two-trick, right, because you you had uh, Watson at running back and then Jennings, right, their, their wide receiver, yeah. um, got shaken up, came back in the game. Um, but but you could tell, like, their passing attack, it was pretty much all or nothing um, with, with, with Jennings. It, and, it is. And switching, yeah, switching that up, putting Najee Thompson on him, I, I definitely think you saw. And they didn't have um, their NFL caliber tight end, too. He's out for the season. They yep. didn't play that game. So you can tell that they were really missing him. Um, as well uh, but no you're right like you know you can tell you know that offense we'll see what ODU does the rest of the season but that offense if their running game isn't going I don't know if their passing game can keep up to where they are, are really competitive much in this league um, yep. so but no it, to me great team win um, great way to, to end it before going to the bye and to me it should be a confidence booster that you to me you kind of got that monkey off your back that you can win a, a game on the road. Um, we still have one more road game in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, but to me, it was big. Your last two road games conference-wise, Coastal and Georgia State, you felt like you blew it. Like you felt like you let the lead slip away in Coastal. You felt like you gave the game away against State um, with a turnover. So good yeah. that they played a clean game. Very complimentary football. Put it away. And now focus on South Alabama. And, and really November – and and putting ourselves in the best spot to hopefully come out as division division champs. Yeah, still in the conversation. Um, don't necessarily, I guess, control our own destiny. Obviously, uh, was uh, with uh, Coastal right uh, still needs to lose a couple, but they've got a tough slate to end it. Um, you know, having to play JMU, having to play um, App State, so depending on when you listen to this on on. Uh, on Thursday night this week, and then yes, other Miss. Um, you know, we were taught, we were joking earlier um, before recording that they uh, mixed in there as a game against Virginia. Uh, so they they very well could go one and three to end the season with a win against Virginia. Yeah, 
um, you know, and uh, so, so yeah, anything can happen. So while not completely controlling our own destiny, um, we can only control what we can control and we we're in a good spot and, and you're absolutely right. I think this was a huge um, morale booster and, um, and just momentum shift going into that bye, uh, bye week, healing up, getting ready for a tough South Alabama team, um, trying to get some, um, you know, uh, some revenge right from, from last year, from that embarrassing loss, uh, there in mobile, um, and, and, and what's a winnable game and then, and then go on, on the road on short week on Thursday night against a, a struggling Louisiana team. Um, that that's kind of like limping at this point in the season, um, you know, under, under a new coach and, um, and then end it with two games at home against, uh, Marshall, who's been inept offensively, um, and App State, who, you know, that's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. They've certainly been inconsistent, complete roller coaster, Jekyll and Hyde kind of team, right? Um, and obviously, yeah, again, we get in the frilling confines of Paulson. So, yep. um, we, I would say, with all things considered, um, this is not making a claim that we're going 4 0. Um, or, or, you know, being in the conversation late in November of, uh, of the division race, but we're in it right now. And all things considered, I think the deck is as favorable as it could possibly be in our favor. Yeah. And and I'll throw on top of that, that if we keep our turnovers to one or less every game, then we will be in a very good spot to win each of those games. Yeah. So for sure. Um, Um, Cool. So, let's see. I think there was one other point I wanted to bring up, possibly about ODU, but I forgot what that was. So I guess we can move on. Okay, um, sounds good. I was <laughs> going to just give a shout out to Amari Jones. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That 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 was that was on my radar too. So yeah, go ahead, Cody. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, obviously, probably if you're listening to this podcast, you know that he's out for the rest of the year. Suffered an internal injury against ODU. Um, will not be back. Um, I think Coach Helton said in either the press conference or the radio show that his eligibility is up. Um, so yep. I would say thank you for the last couple of years that you've been here in Statesboro. Um, you helped us through a, a, a very tough year last year. Pretty thank much. Thank you for it. choosing to come here, yes. right from Tulane. Thank yep. you, and and yeah, like a, a spark. Up I think is yeah. to take on any role, quarterback, receiver, running back. It, you you did it. You, you you didn't. As far as a fan goes, you didn't seem like you 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 know complained or you just stepped up and did what you needed to do. Yeah. Um. And so you, we thank you. We wish you the best of luck at the next level. Hopefully, you should be playing on Sundays. But heal up, get ready, get prepared, and uh, hopefully, we'll watch you on Sundays. Yeah, second all that, absolutely. I mean, honestly, like, was a, a shining light, a spark, right, for the program. Um, I mean, to to coin an, I guess, a now outdated term, but but true GS man, right? right? Yeah. Like, coming, yeah. coming in and just, and just doing whatever is needed, um, I mean, right? I mean, yeah, since, like, Jason him Foster, and Najee, right? him and Najee, Him and Najee Thompson are, like, the two guys that are just, like, whatever I need to do to help this team succeed, Let's do it right. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, J- Jason Foster. I would say as far as like offensive versatility and like Swiss Army knife, punt returner, um, kick returner, quarterback, yep. running back, wide receiver. Yeah, probably the first player to do that since Jason Foster. Yep. For sure. So yeah, wish him uh, nothing but the best. Um. Hopefully he, uh, you know, according to the press conference and. Listen to Helton. Uh, he'll be back with the team soon. Obviously, not playing, but on the sidelines, cheering them on, um, and and definitely be a player coach. I mean, I, yep. I, I definitely think he probably has a future in that as well. Um, if you know, after after his his playing career ends, but um, like you said, I, I definitely think he has a chance at the at the next level, and um, we'll certainly be looking for his name in in the draft or in free agency or, or whatever it may be. So. Um, Cool. Yeah. So let's move on to South Alabama. So um, getting here uh, late in the season, um, again, get three of the last four at home, um, starting with this game against the Jaguars. So they, they come in out of the West uh, division. They're three and one in the Sunbelt Conference or six and two overall um, with, uh, you know, their, their two losses um, against uh, UCLA, right? A game they should have won, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, lost by 1.32, 31. 
uh, should have kicked the field goal and they decided yep. to fake it. We've kind of, we mentioned that before. Um, obviously UCLA that at that point in the season, third game of the season, um, I don't think anyone realized just how impressive that win actually was, <laughs> but but now obviously UCLA is is a very good football team, and um, so so yeah, I think that 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 just proves how good this team is. Um, and then their only other loss was against Troy uh, two weeks ago, uh, ten to six slugfest, uh, middle of the week game. Um, and yeah, just defensive struggle, but, uh, we know this is a, a really tough, uh, defense, which, you know, we've obviously seen before and then JMU and most recently with ODU with their front line. Um, and, um, but, uh, but yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be a tough matchup. They come in, um, fourth overall in rush defense. Uh, they are, uh, 15th overall in total defense and 16th overall, I believe, um, in scoring defense. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, li- live up to the billing there. Um, and they're coming off, uh, a big win, um, uh, improving a three one in the conference against, um, Arkansas state. Right. So they, uh, they, they beat them, um, throttled them, right. 31 yeah. to th- uh, three. I watched, um, on the I watched road, most on the of road. that game. It was a, it was, Arkansas State looked pitiful. It was, it was yeah. They just manhandled them. So I guess we can start there. I mean, it's the question, do you think, from from watching this team? I've seen a couple of their games in South Alabama. I'm sure you have as well, Cody, um, including the Arkansas State game. So, like, is, is it just that Arkansas State is, is that bad? Because, I mean, I, I think it is it, it's For that true game, that, yeah, that game yeah. was terrible. Uh It looked like South Alabama had their way with their defensive line up against Arkansas State's offensive line. Um, that, I think, is going to be a big key matchup to watch in this game, right? Can our offensive line protect Cal Vantrese? They have for, obviously— The only game they have yeah. is against Georgia State. Yeah. And this only game they got nominated was Georgia State. So, and even in that game, right, What we allow, what, one sack? I think we've I had think, two all season. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think right. we've had two all season. Yeah. So, um, we're second in the nation, I think, in sacks allowed. Um, and— yeah, so I mean, um, you know, again, going up against the best uh, statistically, the one of the best front lines um, in ODU, and didn't allow a sack. Um, obviously, didn't throw the ball as much, but still. And and then obviously, I, I, to me, at this point, our defense is going to run their standard defense like they do most of the year, or are they going to switch it up and drop eight like we've seen UAB and ODU do at this point? Um, I, I you know, to me, I think they probably come out in what they normally run. But you can't. You just can't think that they will do that. You have to have a plan for both. Um, but their run defense is phenomenal. They held Arkansas State to negative nineteen um, in their last game. And is it going to be like a JMU game where we run I, it? I, I think it's going to be JMU where like where ODU adjusted to us. That's not working, right? Yeah, ODU adjusted us and 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 challenged us to beat them running the football. Yeah. And we did. We have a guy named Jalen White. We have a guy named Gerald Green. And we can do that. Yes. Um, you know, uh so, you know, we're we're not Western Kentucky. We we've got really talented backs. We've got an offensive line that still knows how to uh run block. And uh and yeah, so like I, I think this I think South Alabama's defense is gonna do more of an approach of what JMU did. Stay tried and true to like their bread and butter of what they do. Um and have us adapt to that rather than trying to adapt to us. Yeah. So again, is, you know, can we hit our passes at that point? Can we can we throw over the top? Can we six hundred plus yards passing? Yeah, can Let's we go. find if they play zone? Can we find the holes in the zone? Can we protect long enough to where our receivers can get there? Um, and and can and then you know lastly can can we catch it? Um, obviously I think we can for most part. Missing Amari Jones is going to be huge in this. Who's going to step up to take over that role? I mean, he had he had to me he had grown to be a a pretty big and important piece of this offense. He was a huge year, piece. Yeah, I mean, not on. not leading receiver. Obviously, that's Kalo Hood, but he wasn't far behind. I think he um, led the obviously receiving led touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns, he did lead yeah. us in. Um, he uh, obviously led. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, again, under 200 yards passing against ODU, but he did lead us in receiving in that, just 54 yards, but had the touchdown. That was a huge spark, right? That was the first touchdown in the game, gave us some momentum made there. made some incredible um, catches. One in the ODU incredible. game. Incredible, yeah, for sure, yeah. 
And 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 I I'd say he's he was probably our most at least from what we've seen versatile wide receiver. We talked about his yeah. uh um how uh adaptable he is right to, to play in different positions but i'd say as a wide receiver we saw him you know he could play slot he could play the deep ball he could you know play the where where we have yeah. other guys like hood is that, that kind of like key slot guy um you, you have burgess who like can beat you deep, that guy. can make those highlight boundary guy right that can make those um, highlight catches and then you have single uh um uh singleton who's uh, somewhere in between right um but like who's yeah, gonna step it, up? We need somebody to step who's up. Who's gonna step up? Sanders, Honestly. right? Sanders comes to mind. Like I know uh, Helton got asked this of who, uh, yeah, who would be? I mean, you saw Sanders come in. Uh, Sanders Jr., I believe, right, is the name, and um, he he came in against uh, the JMU, I believe, right. I think um, he's been in a, quite a few games. Not really yeah, targeted, and, but he's been. He's, he's he was targeted against JMU and like back to back, and they made two JMU big catches. Too. Yeah, oh, that that's what I was talking about against yeah. JMU. Yeah, yeah. So JMU late in the game, late in the fourth quarter, was targeted twice, made two big catches, first downs. Helton brought that up in the press conference and was like, "That shows the trust. You got a six-year quarterback in Calvin Trees. You're throwing to that guy. You're throwing to him for a reason. You're not just throwing yeah. to him because he's open. You're throwing to him because you have confidence that he's going to catch the ball and make the play. Um, so I, I think we have that. We have the the Dallas kid, um, right, and, and uh, mm-hmm. Josh Dallas, I believe, right? You have uh, David Dallas, the quarterback, Josh Dallas, the, the twin brother, uh, wide receiver. Um, you know, he, freshman there. Um, but I, I definitely think we have some playmakers that – we're going to see filled in, but I mean, Helton said it best. You're not replacing Amari Jones. No, you're just not. Uh, but I think wide receiver by committee, I think you'll see a kind of a rotation revolving door of guys um, that help make up for that loss, but you're not just going to be able to plug and play. Um, now I, I think a combination of like depth, because we do have depth, even though it's inexperienced depth, at that position, we have talent there. So I think rotating those guys in combined with some of those other guys I mentioned stepping up in your Caleb Hoods, um, in your Burgesses, right? They're yeah. going to get more targets naturally. Um, so, yeah, I those guys just continue to make a, plays. A time for either one of the tight ends to step up, Bo Johnson or, or uh, Mackie. Yeah, to, to that's step a great up. point. Great point. You know. To really, to really start to utilize that tight end position in the passing game, um, I, 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 I think that aspect of it is something to watch to see how that's used. Um, and maybe it's not that you know, maybe it doesn't really come up in this game. But I just want to see just how does Ellis and company kind of plan around now that really one of your biggest targets is no longer here for these last four games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, Ma- uh, McAfee, right, is another yeah. one that comes up tight end. Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned him, but yeah. he's a senior. We we saw him. He's he's uh, played some. I don't think he's made any starts per se, but um, we know he he's had one or two touchdowns. Of, I think this year. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. out of uh, Georgia Military College, and yep. Um, and then Darius Lewis was another one that we we oh, heard yeah. his name a lot in spring. Um, right. I, I believe he got some playing time at running back, I believe, as well. Um, but He's just on kickoff returns. Kickoff returns. And I, I, yeah, I, I think he had some explosive plays. He's 5'10", 180 out of Jacksonville, um, redshirt junior. Um, and, yeah, I, I just remember hearing his name a lot during spring and during this uh, blue-white game um, of, of having some some explosive plays. So we, we yeah. know, like, when he gets in open space. So, again, I, I don't think it's going to be one guy. I think it's going to be those those other three guys I mentioned, um, you know, and, and Burgess and Hood and, and Singleton stepping up a little bit. Um, not that they haven't, but, but just getting more looks. And then some of these younger guys rotating in. Well, these younger guys should be in favorable matchups, right? Like they shouldn't really yep. be on like a like a the star corner or anything like that. They should hopefully be in some sort of a, a matchup that is hopefully favorable to them. It's just will they step up? You know, this is a great opportunity for somebody that's unknown to kind of really step up and kind of submit their place in the offense. And, I agree. Yeah, you know, that's a great this is point. An op- yeah, this, you, is, you, this is a big plug, opportunity. You plug for in a, yeah. 
you plug in a, a Josh Dallas and you're like, look, you're you're against their yeah. their worst, you know, <laughs> their, their 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 worst defensive back. Like, go make plays. Yeah, target them. All of a sudden, guess what? Now you got Burgess wide open. Now you got Singleton wide open. Yeah. Now you got Hood up the middle, right? Um, so yeah, that's that's a great point. But no, I think just to kind of we kind of went on a little tangent there. But no, I think the the overall th- point of this segment is that our offenses have as a big challenge against South Alabama's defense. And we have stepped up to that challenge once when we played JMU, but we just can't go in there with some overlying, you know, ego that just because we did it against JMU that we can just do it against this team. If we don't show up to play, this defense can can knock us on our butt and and shut us down. So we so got for, for the record against against JMU, Amari Jones was our receiving leader. Seven receptions, yeah. hundred and sixty four yards, two touchdowns. So somebody's gonna step somebody's gonna step somebody's gonna be a mismatch on somebody. Whether it's it's one of these freshmen or whether, you know, Caleb Hood goes off or whatever, but somebody's gotta step up and realize that, hey, I can beat my guy consistently, or hey, I know where the holes are in the zone that I can get to quick. Here's where I'm at, hit me. Um Somebody's gotta. Somebody's gonna be that, um, and 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 kind of take over that and 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 push it forward. Otherwise, if we don't, it could be a long day on for our offense. But I don't think that will be the case. I think I think somebody will. I just don't know who. But it's a great opportunity for somebody. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also, you know, think that like the key to this one. As much as like I, I joke, and as much as I would love to see us put 600 yards passing up, yeah. um, and, and break what we did against ODU and, and set another record, um, we we have to rush for more than 12 yards. We just have to. I'm not saying that we have to rush for 200 and you know 30 plus like we did against ODU, um, but I, I would say we have to have at least 100 yards rushing in this game. We have to find a way. Um, it's uh, you know, and, and obviously, like being able to pass the ball is going to help that. Um, but you know, we have uh, Jalen Wine and Gerald Green back there, so like finding ways where we can like disguise those looks and whatever it may be. Um, you know, get those guys like more in open field. Use them in the passing game. Obviously, that's not going to contribute to the hundred yards rushing. But like uh, we we've seen Jalen Y be effective right against JMU. We saw him get the get the touchdown. So you yeah. use our running backs and our tight ends in the passing game. Um, which and that may be how they attack it. Open up the run game. Yeah, that may that that may be how they how they kind of expand this out is probably running backs or tight ends. But I don't know if we have to necessarily hit a hundred yards. But I think it's we have to we can't throw more than one interception <laughs> at all um, and preferably no interceptions to be honest with you um, if we can not turn the ball over and not give South Alabama extra offensive possessions yeah then, I, th- then, I think if then, we then don't then turn will... the ball over at all I'm fine not yeah. rushing the ball or not rushing for over 100 yards okay if we yeah if if, if we turn the ball I feel like for every for every turnover we need like another 50 yards rushing <laughs> and Brian Brian another 100 yards uh passing but um but yeah because I mean what we had like five like over 500 yards I think against uh Georgia State and you know, obviously still lost by eight yeah. and turned the ball over five times so um yeah I I think you know in this if we well we turned the ball over once against JMU I believe um if if we can uh, obviously ideally not have any but realistically keep it contained to like one turnover um and ideally one you know, not in backfall turnover, like not a pick six, yeah, um, or like, or like you know, a, a interception or a fumble, like, um, in the red zone or something like that, where it gives them like a, a um a long field to work with, yeah, kind of thing, right? Uh, like, if we could do something like that, and then obviously force turnovers ourselves, or like I said earlier, have that opportunistic defense, and I think their offense doesn't scare me as much as JMU's did, um. Jamie's quarterback, I feel like, is better um, yeah. than than South. Um, they have better receivers away from him. I think they, they probably have... have better weapons around him. But uh, but yeah, um, uh, Carter Bradley is their quarterback. He's 
172 for 261, um, just over 2,000 yards passing on the year, 14 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, he will make mistakes. Um, I think we just have to bring the heat on him, honestly. And, and yeah, that's that's the key with our defense is getting pressure to their quarterback. Um, because they do have two good receivers. Well, really three. But two, I think if you're going to compare them and JMU, their receiver core is better than JMU's receiver core. I think the running back, Jamie, probably has a, a better better running backs than, than South Alabama, but they're still all good. South Alabama's running back is really good. South Alabama, but they're, running, they're, they're uh, court, they're, and their but their quarterback is not a dual threat either. No, right? like he's no, I don't think yeah, so. No, he's, no. no he, he's he's uh, ran the ball forty one times, seventy three yards. Right yeah. where I I, I want to say the um, JMU quarterback was. Uh, their their running what, back like was three good, rushing he was, touchdowns. <laughs> he had three rushing touchdowns, almost four hundred yards when he came came in yeah. against us. So like he, yeah, he's he's very much a dual threat. Where where this guy, like I think, if we put pressure on him, he will make mistakes. We might not be able yeah. to get to him obviously every time, but um, and again, like it's not that the defense has to like make crazy plays where they like you know, go up for the 50-50 balls and, like, rip it out of the guy's hands. But those plays where it's the Dylan Springer right against JMU where uh, the defensive line uh, gets a hand up, pops it up, yeah. Dylan Springer comes down with it, Wilson late in the game to seal it, throws it right yeah. to him. Those those plays we have to convert, Yeah, right? It they hits you it. in the hands as a defensive back, catch it. Mm-hmm. We get a deflection, and it it's fair game, it's popped up come down with it. Yep. We get those, get a strip sack, fumble. Um, like if we can get those opportunities and capitalize off those offensively, um, I think I think we we win. And we game. have to maintain our, our gap alignment, right? We can't get out of position and let them run all over us either. Um I that's a big thing between the line, that that front, I guess you can say six, you know, we play a four two front seven if you want to drop somebody in. But you know that defensive line and linebacker core, they've got to know where they need to be at, and they can't get out of position. Because if, if we're going to consistently get out of position, they're just going to run the ball down our throats um, and rack up yards that way. Um, but, again, I think to kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier, we've seen improvements in all of that as the season's gone on, especially the last two games. We just need to continue to see it in this game and going forward into the rest, the last, you know, rest of the month of November. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, let's see. I was going to bring up, I mentioned it earlier, but I was trying to look up the score from last year, Cody. I, I know it's 41 easy to forget. Was it 41-14? I think so. I mean, just I think so. dominance. I mean, they destroyed us. Obviously, we what that was their first win against us mm-hmm. in the series. Um, yep, five and one, I believe, were against them. No, seven um, and one. Oh, is it seven and one? Okay, yeah. And um, yeah. So I and and obviously never lost at home, right? Because that was our first loss, and it was in Mobile. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think, and I, if if I remember right. I don't think we've ever had a close game against South Alabama in Paulson. Uh, yeah, we did the COVID year. Um, oh, I read that's article, right. I read an article right. on AL.com earlier today, and they kind of talked about some of that stuff. But yeah, they twenty twenty. I think it was like a seven point game, it's like twenty four seventeen, something like that. Let me pull that's it up. Right. That's right. That's right. Twenty four seventeen. Yep. That was the game I think that Wesley Fields or not, uh, Wesley Kennedy had the uh, <laughs> the the one where he like went to one side of the field. Oh cut yeah, it, back. it was a complete breakdown. Yeah. yeah, it was like a Jason Foster situation yes. where it was like no one else like even needed to be on the field. <laughs> it was like like no no one else like contributed to that play, <laughs> but yeah. but Wesley Kennedy. It, Bob DeBest called a terrible play. All nobody blocked, and yeah. Wesley Kennedy was just like, "All right, playground rules." Uh, I guess and I'll just, cut up. Yep. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, NFL blitz style. Yep. Um, for sure. So, but no, but you're right. For the most part, this series, the games themselves have not been close games. They've been blowouts. Um, 
And so even the 2017 game where we were terrible, um, and at that point South Alabama was trying to, to compete for bowl eligibility, we, what, 52 nothing was that score of that game. Yeah. So, you know. First, I, first game under um, Whitley. Not right, saying is. that this game will be a blowout, and typically our games this season have not been blowouts. Usually our games have been pretty close outside of Morgan State. Um, but the trend in this series, for whatever reason, is that these games aren't that aren't that close. So, um, all the more reason that our team needs to come prepared. Because if they don't, and I think you and everybody else agree with this, this is a very good team. And if we don't come prepared, we can be looking up at the scoreboard to be twenty eight nothing, and it's first sure. halfway through the second quarter. For sure, yeah. I'd, I'd said first game under Whitley. I was thinking last year against Arkansas State, but uh, but yeah, first game under Lunsford, right? Uh, when we when we beat them, that was Lunsford's was fourth game. Was it his fourth? Okay, this yeah. Was his first win is the first arrow. win. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, ho- hopefully, I mean, you know, obviously, a lot of a lot of seniors, a lot of fifth and sixth year guys on this team. So I mean, it's. A lot of guys that played and started in that game last year, mm-hmm. you know, um, going to be in this one. So it's yeah, it'd be nice for them to kind of get that yeah to to get that monkey off their back and kind of get a little bit of uh, you know we ain't got to blow them out by six or seven touchdowns. It would be nice, but at least get the win and and, and put that behind them from last year. Because I mean that was a beatdown. That was one of the worst games I think I've seen us get beat by an opponent in a very long time. Yeah, and it, it wasn't close from the from the start either. So, nope. um Yeah, I I don't see that happening at home. I don't see that happening against this team, especially with this offense. Um, this is one that has proven that it can claw its way back, right? Which we haven't been able to confidently say in the past with with you know a, a run based offense. So if if for some reason, I mean, not that. South Alabama is a powerhouse offensively, but I mean they have been able to put up points. Um, so <clears throat> you know, averaging uh, thirty-one point six points per game. So obviously that's uh, better than I think uh, most of the years under DeBess and even Roos, um, and yeah. and uh, at least the Lunsford Roos years, right? Um, I think maybe we had one year where we were maybe close to that at the end of the year, but most of it was was under thirty points a game. So. Yeah, they're still able to score points. Um, they're they're averaging uh, 423.9 uh, per game, um, pretty balanced, uh, uh, 273 through the air, 150 rushing um, per game. Um, but, yeah, it's their defense that obviously really stands out. So um, I, from what I've seen from facing, you know, all of these, like, prolific defenses right now um uh between even uib um and uh odu uh two weeks ago and jmu um uh, it doesn't really worry me that much i I think we'll find an answer for that it's really like how their offense stacks up against our defense yeah Um, and mainly to me they're they're receivers against our our defensive backs and safeties yeah um I'm not saying that we'll shut down their running back, um, but if if for some reason our, our our defensive backs, our secondary just is getting is is just out of position or is just not able to contend with their receivers, it's going to be a long day. Also, it will be interesting to see if we keep up our physicality in this game, right? Like we talked about how in the state game we just were manhandled. It seemed like in that game. It's the only Ever, game this year, I would say, that yeah. we got dominated in the trenches on both yeah. sides of the ball. The, since then, that has not happened uh, no. in, in this game. And you can maybe go back and say maybe UAB to a certain extent. Um, UAB, I think I think it definitely was their offensive line versus our defensive run. Yeah. 100% yeah. we got just dominated. Yeah. I think Georgia State was only time where it was glaringly obvious both on both sides. sides of the ball. We like, were just Not, not even just both sides, but like <laughs> – receivers and defensive backs like it was all over the field it was just um yeah. it's it's i want to see if we keep up sort of that intensity and that kind of that pride of not letting that happen again right like you know south alabama is going to want to try to kind of impose the will especially in the trenches especially with their defensive line um they're going to want to get pressure in the a gap and try to get to van as quickly as possible can we 
can we hold up and, and impose our own physicality to where it's at least neutral to say the least. Um, but even kind of, kind of impose our will on them and allow Ventry's time or to open up polls and allow Jalen White and Joe Green to kind of do their thing. Yeah, for sure. And, th- and that's the thing, like very much like the JMU game looking at, uh, so they're running back LaDamian Webb, um, 128 carries, uh, 646 yards, uh, nine touchdowns on the year. And he's a receiving threat too. He's a receiving threat. Jalen White though, more right there with him, right? Yep. More, more yep. rushing yards, 678 on the year, nine touchdowns, just like Webb, um, and also, also receiving threat. threat, um, and on 132 carries, right? So four more carries. Um, so, so yeah, they're, they're, they're right there. Um, so yeah, very talented back, but we faced, very talented backs, right? I mean, yeah. we we'd, the 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 Greg kid out of Georgia State, um, the kid from uh, Nebraska was very good. I think the best one we faced all year and probably will face all year is the kid from UAB, uh, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the the only the um, you know he came into that game with a chip on his shoulder because he like fumbled the ball three or four times the week before. Yep. Um, but but I mean that that kid is just. Uh, hoss i mean he, yep. he's so good and and then yeah alligator the kid boy from, alligator boy from <laughs> from from ball state um again we brought him up a couple times even the kid from from morgan state right had a hundred and uh something yards against us so um you know total yards so we we've seen really good backs i mean yes it's a rush defense like world beaters no um but but we've seen really really talented backs have proven it time and time again against other teams um and uh and yeah and this is no different but but honestly i i, I see this matchup very similar to um to jmu right this this yeah. is kind of an upstart team obviously jmu you know they're transitioning they're a lot of success at fcs moving up chip on their shoulder south alabama team has a chip on their shoulder obviously been in fbs um for you know a while but still fairly new as a as a program as a football program um but uh and, and certainly new to success um right and and, and they found an under womack um, right. What second year under him or third year, um, second year, second year. And I think you're starting to see that turn. You're starting to see that confidence build, um, in this team. This was, you know, my, I don't even want to call it a sleeper pick, but uh, out, out of the West, I said, it's probably going to be between Troy and, and South Alabama. Sure enough, there you go. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, <laughs> they face head to head. Um, it was pretty much the battle for the West. Again, still a couple games to play. Anything can you happen. Know, I think but, our predictions on the West have been pretty much daggum near perfect. I'm telling you, I told you about, I mean, Louisiana. we, we nailed, Louisiana's going to drop nailed, off. We nailed Louisiana. We nailed USA and, and Troy. And we and we hit it with South Southern Miss about them possibly being a sleeper. There you go. I mean, I'm pretty we sure speak we the truth. Of, we've kind of hit the hit the nail on the head. On, Gotta talk 2022. <laughs> 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 we approve this message. We approve um, this message. Yep. So you know, I like, yeah. I mean, uh, I agree. Where 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 the East. I think we we and everyone else was right in the fact that it was going to be an incredibly talented, tough, competitive division. Yes. Um, and the de facto best division in Group of Five and one of the best divisions in college football. I think that has reigned true. Mm-hmm. But what I don't think we saw was teams like us and teams like JBU and teams like ODU being in the mix and being competitive this late in the season going into Well, not November. just – necessarily be in the mix but for it to be so anybody can be anybody in any any given saturday i mean if you don't show so up, much parody yeah yeah if you don't show up you're gonna get beat i mean it doesn't matter if it's i mean odu and coastal coastal didn't show up for that game and they got blown out blown yep. out and odu heck they may finish dead last in the division at this point marshall <laughs> you know, beat Notre Dame, beat Notre and Dame, and just drops off. Yeah, drops off, and they may not even finish higher than fifth in the division. Um, it's so so much parity, and even now it's wide open. I think every team technically still has a chance, even though I'm kind of going ahead and write off Marshall since they have three losses. 
But I think every team in the division is still technically alive to, to claim the division title. Yeah, three three at this point, I think, pretty much disqualifies yeah, you. I think um, so too. And and yeah, which obviously means you know we're we're one away from that. So so we essentially do have to win out yeah. to have a chance. I think there's no surprise there. Um, can we do it? Absolutely. Uh, like I mean, but but it's going to be you know um, it's going to be tough. Uh, but uh, but again, one week with, at a time. One week at a time. Um, and yeah, starting with the South Alabama game again, three out of the last four at home, certainly in our favor haven't really played that well on the road um and and certainly on a short week and just on thursday night on national tv um but obviously haven't had that opportunity with this coaching staff with this offense with you know with with just everything so so that's going to be interesting you know it's not just that but it's just the month of november in general we just have not been that great in in several years right i think we were talking about this i don't think We've had a month of November where we've had more than two wins since I think 2014 or 2015. Um, every year we've been either two and two or one and three. So can we finish right? Like we've got through the first third with the non-conference slate in September. Now we've gone through the second third of this conference road tour that we had to do, where three of the four games were on the road for conference play. Um. Now this is the last third. We got three out of four at home, and you know, it's not totally in our destiny. We control our own destiny at this point, but it's pretty darn close. If I feel like if we yeah, win we out, and we've gotten better every it, home game. Yeah, we've we gotten have. better every single home game. Like significantly, crowd's gotten better say. too. Crowd's gotten better, but like every like like certainly the defense, but I would say offense too. Yeah. Um obviously the ball state game was wasn't wasn't pretty. Um the the Morgan State game, it was Morgan State. Um uh, didn't start pretty, but but uh, you know, obviously well, lopsided, but it's still what, Morgan State. I think here's what I want to say too, is that to me, you're right, those games weren't pretty games, right? You you know, especially Morgan State, you had a lot of fans chirping by halftime about they weren't pleased. You know, that kind of quickly changed by the end of the game. But I think what you're seeing is as the year is going on, as we're more, as the players are getting more and more comfortable in the systems on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, you're starting to see improved play. You're starting to see the offense become more efficient. You're starting to see the defense, I think, really kind of understand what they have to do position-wise, group-wise, overall-wise, in order to be effective and at least keep our offense in 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 the game to where they can go out and win it. I agree. Um, I agree. Well, we we've limped into November. Yes. In recent years, we're not limping. We are no. sprinting into November this year. And yes, we have we some have injuries. Yes, that will take focus. a toll. But we have. Yeah, I mean, you you the thing that stands out to me in this team. I've mentioned it a couple of times. Right, there's no quit in them. Um, we're in every game, even if we play really sloppy, really ugly, mm-hmm. Georgia state being the prime example, only lose that game by eight. It was bad, but we only Very lost bad. by eight coastal. There was times where it was bad in the fourth quarter and lost it by we four. We still put ourselves um, in a position to win, put ourselves in a position to win. We're in every game and this is a focus team. They believe they can win. They never seem like they count them, themselves out of it. Um, and just the way they arrive to games, the way like everything is, it's just pure focus. It's pure. Yeah. Look at the business JMU trip game. on the road. Yeah, it was fourteen nothing. We're getting outgained like two hundred and something to like thirty yards by the end of the first quarter. And you're right, there was no quit. It we it, as much as it looked like we were getting destroyed, we took our time. We got the game plan together and we went out and we took care of business the rest of the game and won it. So you're right. I think you're that aspect of the no quit, the, the we're always in it. We'll find a way to win. That's something. I don't know if we've had that. We haven't. In, I, I don't think maybe Munkin. Yeah. I, I would think, I was, maybe? yeah, I, I think maybe some with Fritz, but I mean, honestly with Fritz, it was, we saw a lot of those leads slip away against the power fives Again, you know, like uh, again, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got got boat raced against Georgia State right at, at home. I mean, that that was after uh, Fritz quit, so that's not fair, I guess. But um, like, no, it's very it, fair. 
<laughs> we, 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 yeah, we, we saw some of those, I, I would say Munkin probably consistently of, 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 yeah, of, of showing up and right. We're George Southern. We, uh, we're supposed to win kind of thing. Like having that mentality of, it doesn't matter what the stats say, what, what it says on paper, um, what the line is, where you're playing, who you're playing, what's the name on the Jersey. Like it's, it's our name on the Jersey. Yeah. It's, you know, it's what we represent and we're there to, to win every game. And, and we don't have to say it with like these cliches and everything and like, but we're showing it on the field. And I, yeah. I think that's what stands out to me the most, right. And it's not about the flashiness and the elbow dropping chairs and, and, and all this stuff. It's, it's not like, it's, it's literally like, I mean, yeah, you're seeing like against JMU, you saw the celebration and stuff, but like, it's, it's just, it's just more focused. It, it like just more bought in or whatever you want to call it. It just seems like the team is more, together and just more like in serious and and serious yeah yeah well i think that starts from the leadership professional it starts i think that starts at the top with the coaching staff from helton throughout the entire coaching staff and i think you really gotta look at the leaders on the team van treese uh dylan springer uh ty bradley glenn amari jones amari jones i mean you look at all the leaders on the program you know very mature men and you know this is you know, I think a lot of them understand that, you know, the time is now. Like, we know that there's this big undertaking from from changing coasting philosophy and offensive philosophy and defensive philosophy and even special teams, too. But the talent's there, the schemes, the schematics, all that's there. Like we just got to go out and do it. And so far, they have. And it's taking— You have that you know, adjustment period, yeah. but you have to be almost more bought in. Not—I not, not yeah. just, I mean, like— like with with pure talent, with your Alabamas, with right, like like there there's somewhat where you I don't want to you obviously can't take games off right, but like you you don't have to be necessarily as locked in to go out and like achieve your goals. But this I think they realize like yeah it's it's uphill battle like no everyone's counting us out like no so so like we have to be all in together um and yep. believe in ourselves until anyone else is going to believe in us um and we're going to have to do it consistently and and we're starting to see that i mean he, you know even in the losses but like now with with back-to-back wins like um momentum's on our side had a chance to heal up with um with the bye week and this is honestly the first time i can confidently say that like i i feel pretty good about going into november that can change i mean we could get destroyed again <laughs> uh, you know uh yeah. against south i think this then, is the best the best that i felt going into november since we beat app state right that first year of lunsford um yeah and you know we kind of thought we had momentum and we thought that we were focused um but no i feel like you're right this this is kind of this is different this is different um and they have to kind of keep that hunger, and they got to keep that focus uh, going in, not just to this week, but the remaining games on the schedule. For sure. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think the only other thing we haven't brought up is a fun little thing called Fun Facts. <laughs> no, we're doing that. We're not doing it. I don't think we're doing it. So, okay. so, so here's the yeah, but 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 I think it's fair to bring up because we're gonna get called out on Twitter. World's fun facts, right? Like and and and, 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 the, and the thing I think is Greg. Fun right? fact, uh, it's not uh, happening. Yeah, Greg's big fan of fun facts. We're a big fan of Greg, right? But like, <laughs> but you know, it's just yeah. I I know I made the promise and and I'm backing out on that promise of if we get back to back wins, we'll bring back fun facts. For those who aren't that familiar, we bring in this segment like halfway through the season where we just do fun facts of the opposing team, upcoming opponent. Um, it was satire. Where don't get it was satire. Get. It was satire. Just made very not not quite twelfth man style. Not quite that cringeworthy oh, no. or embarrassing. Well, right as some what of it Texas was satire. The does. Ball State one was actually true. On, on the Ball State one was true. That yeah. was true. Yeah, yeah. Fun fun facts can be actually factual. Um, but, but, but a lot of satire mixed in as well. Um, but yeah, we started at mid season. We were a solid Owen two, um, <laughs> after started that segment. So we, we effectively ended it. it. 
We just <laughs> quickly retired. Put it to bed. We beat JMU. Everyone's like, Fuck bring it back. No, too early. Need another win. Get the win against ODU. Fuck come back. Uh, do we need to change it? No. You know what? No. We're, we're not bringing it back. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe... Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if it comes back this season. I don't know because because I you know, like if, if 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 we rip off another win, if we get two more wins, if we go into Marshall, um, you know, with, with a chance at, at the division, if we go to the final game of the season against App with the division on the line, I'm not I'm not being responsible for that. You know, like you're not putting that on me. So I believe there's a quote in in Borodorum about uh, about streaks. Um. And, and what you don't do with streaks. So we'll just, just leave it at that. <laughs> leave it at that. And I mean, yeah, if, if that's the case and like, yeah, we have to give up that segment. We'll wait to the end of the year. Guess what? We in the year as, as East division champions, as Sunbelt champions, we win our bowl game. We will give you all the fun facts in the world. We will, we will go through, we will spend hours, Cody and I, going through the entire <laughs> schedule and doing oh, a recap of just facts. fun facts, right? We will do that. But, there you uh, go. But, but until then, we, we will not jinx anything. We'll keep whatever mojo we have going. And, uh, and yeah, let's continue this momentum. Let's uh, continue undefeated record at Paulson. Let's take care of business, get some revenge against the Jaguars, uh, get that sixth win, become bowl eligible, continue to be in the conversation for the East Division, and let's get this win on Saturday, Cody. Hail Southern, Matt. Hail Southern.